Hello, dear listeners. It is I, once again, DJ Starsage, coming to you from the Lady Ripley. That's right, you heard me correctly. I am out and about in Hubby's Chariot. And newsflash, instead of my usual Saturday of errands, this is actually Sunday, so... Uh, For those of you who've been maybe paying attention, or not maybe, but uh, that has been our day off together of late. So we spend our one day off together out of the house. Yes, I know. Hold on to your seats, folks. You're in store for the next installment of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. So, as you heard, I am in my husband's car. I'll let him speak for a moment. Say hello, honey. Hello, everyone. Nothing else? No, I'm driving. It's scary out here in the middle of nowhere. There's critters crossing the roads. Yes, not quite apple country. There's many varieties of entertainment uh, in and out of doors. So, uh, it's actually after sunset, which... Now that we're into the beautiful season of autumn, I love that word so much more than just fall, because it doesn't sound like you're going to need any sort of uh, medical alert service. (laughs) And, you know, there are some people who've named their children that, so autumn it is. We're in uh, the throes of autumn, and it started getting dark earlier, which is fine by me. But uh, instead of it being like almost 9 o'clock at night when the sun was finally setting, now it's, it's, uh, well, it's dinner time. You know, it's after 6 o'clock, so. And but. we live in an area where there's only a stoplight, and that's about it. We're not talking streetlights, people. There are none. And, you know, that's not even always a uh, stoplight either. Sometimes it's a four-way flasher, which is what we have when... Uh, the uh, uh, fine folks of these little towns decide that they don't want to spring for the full service. <laughs> so you just think as you enter the intersection and, you know, you, you had a warning. It was a, a light overhead there. So we uh, got out and about today and made our rounds. And, well, we basically stopped at all the discount stores that, um, you know, sell phone accessories at the checkout, really. Uh, well, uh, in the Northeast, you would recognize some of the places we went to, like, uh, we went to a Big Lots and Five Below, and, you know, we were basically looking for all sorts of, uh, it, well, I, I don't know what the word is. Junk. Junk, yes. We were thinking of getting some toys for our little boy, Kitty, Benny, because uh, lately he has been picking things up, and by that I mean the fine-toothed grooming comb that we have for the kitties it has a big rubberized handle and so uh you know it seems as though maybe he needs some sort of teething toys i'm not quite sure but uh we haven't dismissed the possibility that we should be actually getting rubberized puppy toys but we we haven't yet discovered what we want but regardless of that um little benny our handsome young squire has uh, found his way into the heart of our tortoise shell Goldie. And uh, how old would you say she is? I think you told me she's 16. Miss Goldie is 17 years old. 
oh, she's a little older than I thought. And uh, in her wizened years, uh, she has forgotten how to flirt because, uh, well, rather than uh, just accepting her new roommate and uh, the fact that he's a younger man, uh, she has decided that she will go along with the playfulness, but she still hisses sometimes. But believe me, that's an improvement. Uh, she used to growl, and she would chase after him, and not in a fun, playful way. But we know when uh, it is well-received, when Benny is enjoying himself, that is, because he has this excited little kitty sound that he makes and for those of you who are pet parents who maybe are cat lovers you'll know the sound that I'm referring to when I call it a trill. It's an excited little kitty sound that he makes as he rushes out of the room because he's not scared and hiding he's playing along. So that was one of our uh, goals today in getting out of the house was to, to look for little things to occupy our tribe. And uh, I started recently uh, the, uh, the adventure of converting the house for the cooler months of the year. By that, I got uh, a couple of the air conditioners out of the window. Yeah, we live in a house that's so better part of a half century old, and uh, it didn't have... Uh, you know, what they call central air conditioning because we don't have duct work, no. Our house is all, uh, well, architectural to the point where they did not design for it to waste space with duct work. In layman's terms, we freeze our ass off in the winter and we bake to death in the summer. Yeah, that's not entirely true, but we've learned to make do. Now, of course, uh, Hubby here grew up near... Uh, one of the Great Lakes, and uh, in those parts of the country, they have um, the luxury of cool breezes along the, the lake shores, and so he did not grow up with air conditioning, and when we bought the house, he, that's one of the, the uh, ways he talked me into it. He said, oh, you'll be fine, just suck it up. Whereas I'm the spoiled building contractor's child who never lived in a house that was not recently built and did not have air conditioning. But anyways, that's not what this is about today. Not long ago, perhaps even in the last episode, I told you that, uh, well, I've been being flirted with. Yes, I know, I'm a married man. But what I'm talking about? Oh my goodness, I feel like Miss Scarlett O'Hara. I have had an employer express their interest. My gosh, I felt like I was at a barbecue with Rat Butler. But uh, anyways... You're just excited someone wants you. Yes. Uh, anyway, so uh, I got to experience this uh, new phenomenon that they call a virtual interview. Now, I have been working at home for the last two and a half years, so I'm used to doing things virtually. We don't even go into the office for the occasional team-building exercise at the uh, candy shop there. No, 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 that, that hasn't been practiced, probably because they're, well, they're planning on pushing us out the door before long, but hey, that's, uh, that's another story, too. And, uh, well, I thoroughly enjoyed the experience of this interview. Without going into too much detail, uh, the, the folks running the department are uh, all working from their home offices, 
And in fact, the company is headquartered out of state. They're in Maine. So up there in the tippy top of the country. And uh, their offices are scattered all throughout uh, the east of the Mississippi. And so um, it was interesting being interviewed for the very first time by a director and a manager, knowing that where they were appearing to me on camera, because it, it was a visual thing. Okay, this job as a director, what type of job are you going after? Hey now, let's let's keep it on the uh, down low there. I don't want the paparazzi chasing me. Well, I, I did get offered the possibility of interviewing for a supervisory role, but that's not really in my wheelhouse. Um, but they, they seem to appreciate my resume and my body of work. Edit, edit, edit. And um, I didn't even have to get a second interview. They actually contacted me a week after my interview to offer me the job. And I was so excited because, well, the long story not so short, this is not a union job, but I'm fine with that because uh, the candy shop is the only place that I've worked that's had union representation. And um, the fact that they uh, were willing to negotiate with me from the starting rate to my current pay, based upon uh, the fact that I realize, oh, I've been at my job over 10 years, there's no way they're going to start me off at that pay. So needless to say, uh, I feel good about this offer because I actually will technically be making the most out of the gate that I've ever started at any company with. So right now it's just a formality. We're kind of waiting for the ink to dry on the paper because they're doing the background check. You know, they got to make sure that I'm not a serial killer before they let me inside their doors. Um, and, uh, you know, they got, they got to make sure that I'm not doing the magic mushrooms while I'm on the clock. So, uh, there's that. But, uh, it's all pretty much a done deal. And, uh, with any luck, hopefully in the next couple of days, as I'm talking to you, it's a Sunday, I'll be able to turn in my two week notice with the candy shop. And the beautiful thing about that is that I have it on good authority they don't believe in letting you work for those two weeks because you're a disgruntled employee and we don't want you to have access to the sauce. So hightail it into our office and drop off our technological marvel that is a dinosaur that you've been using to work from home on and uh, hand in your badge and, well, I'll be happy to do that because uh, <laughs> if I haven't said it before, this company is uh, only a hometown company on paper. They really gave up the ghost a long time ago. They scattered all the jobs in the company to the winds, basically anywhere they could save a buck. And uh, there's no such thing as really having a career with the candy shop because you get hired for one role and you better not hate it because you're going to be doing that for life. Anyways, I'm going to move on to happier thoughts because... I am, uh, you know, walking off into the sunset, off to greener pastures, and uh, there are some lovely fine folks who are just looking forward to my company, and I might even be lucky enough that they are uh, quite literally almost around the corner. They have offices all over the place, including one a few minutes from Chateau Starsage, and uh, once I start, 
I've been informed that it's a, a hybrid work environment, meaning that they spend a week in the office and a week at home and they alternate who's in the office and who's at home. So that should be an interesting adventure. And of course, I will be assigned a company laptop, which is another thing that the candy shop didn't believe in. Trusting people with new technology because, well, they hate union people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did say that out loud because I'm, I'm leaving their company. Quite literally. Anyway, so what have we been doing? What have we been doing lately that was fun? What did we watch the other night that you just picked up a physical copy of? We watched the new monsters. The Rob Zombie film, the, the kind of king of horror schlock. And he... I've, the next right onto Maple Avenue. He, 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 and kind of go crazy. Oh, we'll have to edit this part too, folks. So, uh, you know, DJ, uh, do your dil- 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 diligence here. Continue on Maple Avenue for five miles. So Rob Zombie did what? Rob Zombie obviously was a fan of this show growing up. Or forced to watch it, because back in the day there wasn't anything on cable. Because there was no cable. When you'd come home from school, you'd turn on the four channels and see what was on. Well, this played a lot. So with that being said, he really liked it. And it's obvious that he liked the horror genre because he made a bunch of gore fest when he was older. And this was kind of a segue drug into it. So watching the movie. The Monsters. They basically went for the old Monsters slapstick vibe. They wouldn't let him do it in black and white. So he made it hyper real with all sorts of color gels and color grading very visual very fun but he still kept the heart of it alive so if you're expecting a action-packed movie or dramatic take on the monsters it ain't there it's a fun silly comedy to watch with the kids for halloween most importantly, it should be noted that this is just not simply a continuation of the Munsters stories. I mean, there were many TV movies. Some of them had parts of the original cast until they were no longer with us. But the reality is, this is a prequel. This is the story of how Lily met Herman, or if you want to do a take on the 80s rom-com when Herman met Lily and that's absolutely what this Rob Zombie film is is a love letter to the fans it's the backstory of how the two leading characters met and if you go into it with no other expectation than that this is a prequel and this is a love letter to the fans by one of the biggest fans then you will no doubt have a good time watching this. And uh, what else did we watch? We actually caught it uh, just maybe the day after it premiered on streaming, honey. Well, if you were growing up in the 80s and 90s, horror was everywhere. And even companies like Disney got involved and made family flicks. One of them was Hocus Pocus. And it had everything that should have made it successful but it flopped but thanks to tv airings it became a cult classic 
not only the people that watched it in the movie theater watched it, but they made their children watch it. And then those children made their children watch it. It's 30 years old. Wow. Anyway, we watched it. Loving the original, we gotta say, this is a nice, fun family movie. Hocus Pocus 2. They they obviously didn't want to try anything too new. They didn't want to stray too far from the path. So they gave everybody what they wanted. Bette Midler and the rest of the witches. So rating it out of 10, I'd give it an 8. But they did really good keeping the witches being spooky. They did really good with the comedy. They had more musical numbers because, you know, it's Disney. And I liked it. DJ, how did you like it? I really appreciated it. I enjoyed it. And I can clearly see how they made a conscious effort to update the storyline to be more inclusive, to be more diverse. Because, of course, uh, the 90s were so close to the 80s and the 70s where we didn't have inclusion or diversity as much in our forms of entertainment. So, of course, we have three girls that, uh, well, don't so much resemble the colonists that the witches descended from. <laughs> and it was a beautiful story. It, uh, you know, it, it could obviously um, inspire its own, perhaps, series with just the new leads that they have selected to continue the story. Which, I think, understanding Disney's uh, intentions with marketing being what they are is very likely going to be possible. But it was definitely enjoyable. And Doug Jones, who, uh, for those of you sci-fi nerds out there, like uh, to watch things like Star Trek Discovery, Mr. Saru was in the original Hocus Pocus as the uh, witch Winifred's uh, beheaded boyfriend who got buried with his mouth all sewn up. He comes back in this film. Uh, but yes, definitely enjoyable. Of course, it's only available on Disney+. Plus, and I do believe The Monsters is at least right for right now on Netflix. But uh, we had to show our appreciation because we don't know if they'll continue with The Monsters. And, uh, well, you can't be sure when those things are going to leave the online catalogs these days. So we had to go out and grab a copy which is what we just did a little bit ago. We went ourselves to the Targets and uh, picked up one. But uh, other than that, we made an effort today to try to pinch a few pennies on our own because, you know, keeping the bread on the table is, uh, is, a, is a challenge at times. And we've just grown bored with going to the Megalomart all the time. And, uh, well, he's not there anymore, so we could say that the shop around the corner was basically a grocery store. So, uh, we wanted to explore our, uh, our backwoods, so to speak. We just came from a place, well, I don't want to say their name because, uh, it's not necessarily a bad review, but I like to choose names that are similar to, so we'll call it Brave A Thought. So we went to Brave A Thought Grocery and uh, tried to see what we could gather and bring home on our list of essentials. And 
you know, if we, you were into artificial flavorings and artificial ingredients, your destination will be on the left. If you were into artificial flavorings, artificial ingredients, artificial meat, meat byproducts, and well, junk food and crap, you are in heaven. <laughs> yes, brave a thought uh, at one point may have been a place where you go to save a few bucks. But, um, well, it's, it's basically uh, a, what I would consider stocking your mini-fridge for the dorm room these days because no one with greater expectations of nutrition are going to be able to uh, check off any boxes there. I mean, we have the misfortune of occasionally trying to eat more right. I mean, it's taken me a little around two months, but I finally dropped 10 pounds. And that's because I've been doing a meal substitute diet with whey protein. You know that powdered stuff? And it, it, it's it's a filling thing. It's got 22 grams of protein, so I'm not starving myself. But I eat that for two meals a day and have a regular meal. And I have small snacks of things like shrimp and uh, cheese sticks. But, you know, I'm not eating wedding cake or anything like that. So, but yes... Um, Brave a thought was just that. It was a brave thought that just didn't pay out. And uh, we managed to bring a, a handful of things home, but we're going to need to go to the Megalomart to get the real stuff. And I thought that it was just the Megalomart raising prices, just like everybody else. Our other local grocery store is even worse. Well, this place wasn't actually cheaper than the Megalomart. So, Megalomart it is, as much as I hate it. There has to be something out there that's not wickedly expensive anymore. And we have just arrived home. We've pulled in the driveway at Chateau Star Sage. And we have a, a tribe of puddinses that are probably upset with us for having been out as long as we have. So, we're going to tuck tail and run in in a moment here. But, um... You know, there there is uh, just a certain irony in the fact that on the week that I'm going to be able to give my two-week notice, it also happens to be what a lot of companies consider their employee appreciation week in my industry. And um, the actual management seems to think that they could talk people into driving into the office to do a pop-up or a stop-in uh, breakfast event. Now, I'm sorry, I don't pay for a, uh, a parking pass anymore, and I'm certainly not going to spend $8 to be able to go in and partake of the quote-unquote free company breakfast. Never mind the fact that I'm all out of matches, so I can't exactly pull a carry on them as I leave the place. Oops, did I say that out loud? You haven't even seen your co-workers in what, two to three years? <laughs> I do have a list of personal effects uh, that I expect to see returned to me because unlike some of my peers, I have not taken advantage of the opportunity to clean out my desk because I figured I'll do it eventually. Never got to it. I mean, it's not like I'm going to say that my grandmother's diamond tennis bracelet has gone missing suddenly. No, it's just things like a desk fan and some, uh, you know, some... Uh, framed pictures, nothing big, but uh, I wish that I could uh, see the look on the face of um, my old manager because she's filling in for my supervisor now who's out on medical leave and 
this is also the lady who three years ago told us that we shouldn't get used to the idea of working remotely because union people don't work remotely and this will never be permanent. Anyways, so that is the end of the weekend for us. And, uh, you know, we're off to better and brighter things. By the way, don't forget to stop by that show that I do with my nerd brother, my partner in crime, Mr. Toppy Smelly, about film and television trivia. Our first episode of the month of October, this is our fifth season, will be this Friday, October 7th at 9 p.m. Eastern. And we're talking about the mid-90s drama romance based upon a novel by Whitney Otto. The stars, um, up-and-coming actress Winona Ryder, after she was in Heathers and Beetlejuice, and also... Uh, celebrated uh, leading lady um, Ellen Burstyn, as well as many a cameo by Anne Bancroft, Maya Angelou, Alfre Woodard. The list goes on and on. Rip Torn even plays a husband in this cast. I'm talking about How to Make an American Quilt, a story about a young woman who visits her grandmother's home during the summer as she's writing her master's thesis and she's engaged to be married. So drop by and experience the discussion on the trivia of how to make an American quilt. And as always, you can tweet me on Twitter at DJStarsage and email me, DJStarsage at gmail.com. Any uh, parting words, my sweet love? Have fun in the Halloween season. Eat all sorts of candy you shouldn't eat and dive into those old creepy horror movies. Well, I don't think I could add to that. All right, folks, that's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Mwah! Bye-bye! Chubb's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast. My Tommy smelling. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. Univazpods.net.